Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. In neutral and push it. I'll give you the dab clean just so you have it. Dab, dab. Whoa. Awesome remix. How Remember, about remix? <laughs> that was the House Club Trance Euro Synth Pop special. Did you get club? I got more of a club vibe. <laughs> really? What's the difference? There's well, there's the club. Yeah. Obviously. And that's then like the club. Okay, so the, which one am I describing here? You're going out with your friends, it's dark, and there's like a a, a smog machine lasers smog machine. and a dance party <laughs> happening. That's that's the club. Okay. That's absolutely club. So you walk into a, a, a empty warehouse space. It's cold and humid at the same time. No smog machine because it's just naturally foggy in there. And it looks like two people, barely humans, are fucking on the dance floor. Now you're describing a rave, bud. Okay. <laughs> you walk into a room that's sort of like a library from an 18th century building. There's books everywhere. You pull one, open it, and it's like this Latin sort of page of potions. You start reading one out loud. The entire mansion rumbles. You look up, and you're being swallowed into the sky. You're in the sky. It's you and your friends and a series of people that you assumed have been dead for eons, and everyone's speaking a language that you can barely understand. That sounds like a curse, pal. Okay. Uh, How about this? When you walk into a zoo, the animals are drunk and speaking to you with a British accent. You wake up and you're actually (laughs) yeah. You wake up and you're on a on a train, transcontinental Siberian railroad throughout Russia. Has to be a dream, bub. <laughs> so what's a club? You ever go to a golf play like where there's like a golf course, there's a bar, there's a little uh, a little snack area, uh, maybe indoor. There's some racquetball. Yeah, I'm talking about a country club. <laughs> it sounds like you're talking about just the country club. What's no, a country club? A country club because there's <laughs> golf outside. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right, how about this? It's like a sandwich. Triangular white bread, uh, bacon, lettuce, tomato, uh, turkey, 
double decker with a side of chips that are real salty. Oh, nice. You put a toothpick through the whole thing? Yeah. Well, you're talking about a turkey clear. <laughs> That's also a clerb. A turkey clear. <laughs> because of the toothpick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just... a toothpick, then it's a clerb sandwich. And if it's got a little bit of saran wrap on top of the toothpick, then you must be in the clerb. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, anyway, back to the original theme song. Right, right. Was written by Don Kianion, aka Donkey Onion. <gasps> He's returned with another theme song submission that salutes the pinch's marvelous predelication for shoving his head into his arm crotch. I hope like you enjoy the song. He's, hasn't he sent us a song? He has. Don uh, Kianion is right. a great name. It's a great name. Uh, and his song is Dab It on the Haters. And if you get a chance, I'd really like if you plugged my SoundCloud. It's just soundcloud.com slash day, sorry, D, Kianian. The letter so, D. It should be soundcloud.com slash Don, Dionion. <laughs> so Lots he, of like, instead of dot And com. on and on and on and on. Nice. <laughs> so, Kianian and on and on and on. <laughs> that's soundcloud.com slash D, Kianian. Uh, and he uploaded a remix of Kishi Bashi's song, Honeybody. I don't know any of these words. Am I old today? I think I might like Kishibashi. Yeah? I think so. It's that easy. I think so. Really? Because I made it up. Really? I made it up. <laughs> it's not a real thing. So <laughs> You don't like Kishibashi. You I don't like, like any Bashi. I was thinking of the Kashi cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Go lean. Go lean, go lean. Hey, welcome to If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the web, hosted by me. I'm Amir. I'm also Amir. Uh, and, excuse me? <laughs> I'm Amir. Frickin' Blumenfield. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone listening has no idea which one of us is talking right now. Uh, they do. No, because we both said we're named Amir. <laughs> you sound a little different than me. No, I don't. Yeah, you're also, so. you're stuffed. You're stuffed up. You're you a little a, stuffed up. You have post-nasal drift or something. Yeah, beer is a little sick right now. Uh, <laughs> why would I say my name in I third am person? Saying, I am just, all right, so to clarify, yeah. Jake is doing this weird bit where he's saying that he's a mirror. <laughs> right. Okay, so whenever you hear this voice. Quack, quack, quack. Yeah, that quacking, that was freaking Hurwitz, who I think is the man. <laughs> But he's just doing a little goofy thing right now, and Hurwitz is usually cool, and I suck. <laughs> I'm even confused, and I'm looking at you talking. <laughs> you think we could do a voice that's so different than one of our voices that our fans won't even know the difference? So let's do it. Let's do three in a row, okay? Sometimes it'll be me, sometimes it'll be you. Oh, And we'll right. see if our fans get it all correct. All right, so the first yeah. person is going to talk. See if you can guess who it is. Ready? One, two, three. Hey, thank you. Yeah, that was obviously. You. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> All, All right. right, you try one. All right, or or you again? Yeah. All right, so it's okay. either me or you. One, two, three. All right, oh, I'm Jake. How <laughs> they say my name? <laughs> okay. Was that voice better though? That was more, yeah, less okay. distinguishable. That one was Jake again. Yeah. Obviously. All right, third I one. I said again, it might be that. me or it might be Jake. All right, third yeah. one. Let's see if you guys can guess. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> Stop pointing at me, man. <laughs> they won't ever think it's three of you. You haven't tried to do one yet. All right, I'll do the fourth one. Okay, All right, great. I'll point to somebody. It might be Jake. It might be Amir for this one. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. 
he pointed at me again, everyone. This is abuse. All right, all right. This one might be Jake or it might be me. Ready? Three, two, one. I'm a special little boy. (laughs) That was good. What do you guys think it was? We'll give you some time to talk amongst your friends. Could have been me. Could have been Jake. You didn't do a voice once. It was Jake. You didn't do it once. All right, maybe this one will be me. Or maybe it'll be Jake. Yeah. Ready? Three, two, one. He keeps pointing at me. You do one. All right, ready? Yeah. This might be Jake or it might be me. Ready? It's going to be me. <laughs> Three, two, one. I need it. <laughs> Who do you guys think that one was? <laughs> I'll give you another I'll give you another question. Don't keep doing it. Who could that be? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that could definitely be me. <laughs> that was me. That's right, Amir. Uh, all right, let's try to answer some questions. This isn't just about tricking each other and making each other giggle. What a bizarre game. People have actual shit they need us to deal with. Here's one written by a lady who, uh, she's from Canada, so we'll call her... Montreal. Montreal. Way to go. Um, I'm a 21-year-old female, and I'm a huge (laughs) fan, writing from Canada. I've been dating a guy for almost eight months now, and things are going really well. He's amazing. Or so I thought. A day ago, he left for a five-week backpacking trip through Asia. In the hours leading up to the departure, we cuddled and both cried, and he talked about how he didn't want to go and how much he would miss me and how he loved me. Once we regained our composure, I lightly, kind of jokingly, asked if he was going to sleep with anyone in Asia. (laughs) He replied, if I'm being honest with you, I'm having a hard time deciding about it. Naturally, I flipped out, and when he saw how mad, mad I got, he said he wouldn't sleep with anyone else. He left, and I slept on it, and the next morning I texted him saying that if he wanted to have an open relationship while he's in Asia, I understood and was okay with it. Before me, he was with the same girl for nine years, and he has slept with less than half the amount of people I have. And he says he loves me, and that this really has nothing to do with me, and it all has to do with him and his limited, limited experience. He put it very eloquently, and of course I understand how meaningless sex can be. Maybe I'd want to do the same if I was in his shoes. Regardless, I'm still mad as fuck. Should I break up with him? I don't know if I will see him the same after he fucks a bunch of hoes at a party hostel in Thailand. I said I was okay with it because I felt like if I didn't get it out of my system now, it would ruin things later on for us. But I can't help but feel that if I was enough for him, he wouldn't even want to do this. The other side is that if this is an open relationship, I can do the same. But should I? I have a history of being a big slut, so it shouldn't be hard for me to do. But should I treat him the same way that I wish he was treating me or beat him to the punch? Do I have a right to be mad about this or does he have a right to do this? Do you think that he'll still love me and want to be with me after all this? Isn't meaningful sex with someone you love better than a shitty hookup? I felt sick to my stomach since I left, and I kind of resent him for putting me in this <laughs> position. What would you do? Please help. Ah. You. She went so far down. She spiraled. She spiraled. <laughs> yeah. First she's like, I hope you don't have sex with anyone else. <laughs> like, well, I actually might. Huh. Well, fuck you. We're in an open relationship. Actually, you can't. Should I? Wait, I don't want to fuck anybody. We're going to break up. <laughs> uh, wait, how long did she say they'd been together? Uh, eight months. Eight months. But as a 21-year-old. Right. And they said, I love you. Yeah. And now he kind of wants to fuck his way through hostels in Thailand. Yeah. So I think maybe I'm of the mind 
that no matter what he is saying, he's doing it. Oh. So you might as you're well. already in an open relationship whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, you preemptively. So you like the beat him to the punch technique. I think you might as well say like, we're in, fine. You want to be in an open relationship. Do whatever you want in Asia. I'll do whatever I want at home. And we'll see how we feel when we get back. Because yeah. it is easy to be like, I'll never get over if you fuck a bunch of people in Asia. And maybe he'll say, I'll never get over if you fuck people when I'm at home. But then you guys might just have fun doing your own thing and maybe you get back together and you're like, yeah, it was a crazy couple of months. Glad we're back. The other option is to just break up. <laughs> Those are your two. Yeah. Staying together and staying faithful to each other is just not happening. So it sounds like regardless of what happens while he's away, you're in an open relationship and you can sleep with other people and then you can decide whether you want to stay together or not when he gets back. Because he poisoned the well. He shouldn't have done that. <laughs> well, she asked him, and he felt bad lying to her. But it's, I, I mean, that's what he did was like, w that truth was worse than a lie. Because he was basically like, yes, I might cheat on you. So long. Like, who's, that's, I guess, like, if that is the truth, then you should break up. Like, that's not like a, that's not a kindness to say that. It's he, just that a that heads up. Happen. Yeah. It's a, just so you know, it's an FYI. I might fuck somebody right. in Thailand. You're like, hey, if I get really, I might kill you. I might kill you. You're like, oh, well, that's illegal. That's really bad. Well, Don't, I probably like, won't. Yeah. But just know that I might. Just, when you imagine sex in Asia, do you imagine like a happy ending at a Vietnamese spa? Or do you imagine like meeting an, uh, a Dutch backpacker going on a few romantic hikes and then having sex outside near a hostel. Yeah, I, I imagine like another another foreign national. Oh, uh, I see. That you meet at a hostel, that you go to a beach with, that you go to a party with, that you go to a sex show with, <laughs> that you go to a club with, and then you have a threesome with a Thai lady boy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I imagine. And this is all in Canada. And I am fapping. Yeah, I noticed that. The room where it fapped. Nice. <laughs> uh, I like when she says, isn't having meaningful sex with someone you like better than a meaningless hookup? Yeah, but he wants both. He'll have the meaningless stuff abroad and then the meaningful stuff with you. The best is definitely both. Yeah, because that way you can have a nice Thanksgiving feast before you leave and then you get to eat. Asian street food on the day. Oh, and when you get back, you'll have so yams. It's so hard to say Asian street food <laughs> instead of something else. What? Nothing. Nothing at all, Blumenfeld. <laughs> I'm just saying I want chicken satay. Yeah. And the, also stuffing when I best, get home. Okay. The best of both. I ones. want a Christmas ham. <laughs> Go back to Edward. And a slam bam ma'am. <laughs> and two hand jobs from that man over there all in right, Siam. So you lost the food. You lost the food references. Huh? Never mind. <laughs> it's, it's no longer a front. Uh, I like the idea of saying, all right, you could be in an open relationship. She does sleep with other people while he's abroad, and then he remains faithful, comes back, and she's like, well, I slept with a bunch of people. How was your epic adventure? Yeah, uh, open relationships are tough. You, I think the only way to do it is to do the, uh, the lying one. What? The one where you're like, don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> yeah. Style. It's like the kind where cheating is fine. Right. And then they're like, have you slept with anybody? And And you're like... I uh, no, like even though we're in an open relationship, I haven't like entertained the idea. Oh, that's cool. So an open relationship where these are the rules. You can only do it secretively behind my back. And when I question you about it, 
uh, you have to deny, deny, deny. I think for some reason that's healthy. <laughs> so I'm going to say like, are you working late today or are you meeting someone in a hotel? And I you like, have to lie to I me. I really have to work yeah. late. And like, all right, are you just saying that because of our deal? No. Like, I know you have to lie to me. I really think that for some reason, this deal, like having the freedom makes me feel more connected to you. <laughs> yeah. It makes me not want to. And it's not because you else. agreed to say that exact line every no, time you don't really, come home one night. Yeah. I wish I, it's so weird because I know we set up these rules yeah. to make it <laughs> seem like I am, am lying when That's I'm telling right. this truth, yeah. which is the realest I've ever been uh-huh. right now. And this is you in a motel with somebody else talking post um, This is post-coitus. me in the stairwell of a Holiday Inn <laughs> as I have nine different hookers in the room. <laughs> and you have to lie because that's part of the open relationship. Yeah. The other way to do it is to what? Say, yes, you have to pre-approve. Yes, it can't be anybody we know. Yes, it can't be more than once. All these restrictions. Right, which is worse than being... In a relationship, because in a relationship, there's just like the normal rules. Of course. Don't sleep with other people. Yeah. Uh, treat me nice. Yeah. It's like, okay, I can remember these three things. Yeah. And it's worse than being single, which is like, you can fuck whoever you want. There are no rules. Because there's nothing to make a rule. Right. There's no one that's like counting on you to be good or dependable, like except for the people that you're sleeping with, obviously. Of course. But- but the worst is having a significant other yeah. who is allowing you to sleep with other people, but with all these different strings <laughs> attached. It, uh, it's a lot of bureaucracy and red tape. <laughs> yeah, you also have to pay taxes for the other person for some, for some reason. Yeah, why is that? It's not worth it to get an accountant involved. Yeah, so I guess my advice to this person is to break up. And if things are meant to be, you guys will get back together when this boo gets back from Asia. That's cool. And if they're not, then... You spent a couple months getting yours, and that was probably fun. Uh, This was written to us today, so after five weeks, will you please fill us in? I think it'll be roughly around New Year's Eve. Let us know how things went with both you and your man's hostile sex in Thailand. It'd be really fun to talk to them both when he comes back. Yeah, I have a feeling it'll be hard for him, harder for him to sleep with people than he thinks. Where he's like, I want the option, and then it still might not happen. Yeah, I think it's going to happen, though. That's awesome. Maybe Uh, not as much as he thinks, but it could happen. uh, All right. Next question. Another lady. Uh, This one is from the UK. So we'll call her, of course, my favorite UK city, Bath. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Bath. Right. I moved into a new place three weeks ago, and I'm appalled. I I had to sort this room out while I was out of the country, so I didn't get to see it in person before moving in. Long story short, it's a straight-up horror movie. Hordes of fruit flies appear if I open one banana and allow it to brown. Maggots infest everything that's not sealed in an airtight glass container. There's cat hair piles in every corner of every room. There are literal piles of shit in the cat's shit box because my roommate clears it once every three days. I don't even think my roommate has cleaned anything since she moved in a year ago. So I've decided to GTFO. Good. When I give notice, I'll have to explain why I'm moving out already. Should I explain to her that she lives in a literal shitbox? Or should I lie and make up some BS about moving to a new job? Thanks for your help. Keep doing you. Might as well lie. It doesn't matter. You don't think she needs to know the truth? Oh, I don't want to live here because it smells and everything is bad. You live in a shithole. I guess like the... 
what's the benefit of telling this person the truth that they might clean and make it a better situation for the next roommate? That's right. So that's probably the right thing to do. Um, but this, you're under no obligation to do that at all. So if it makes leaving easier, yeah, like the the primo thing that you have to do here is yeah. GTFO. Uh huh. So like if you're apprehensive to tell someone that their apartment is shit and that's why you're leaving. So you end up sticking around a little longer because yeah. you're like worried about this uncomfortable conversation. Then just lie to get out of there. Your first priority is you not having fruit flies, <laughs> fruit flies and shit in your apartment. What if you do this little passive aggressive thing where you're like, I don't think I can live here. I think like I have this weird aversion to maggots. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm this weird, I have this crazy quirk where I don't like maggots. <laughs> like they freak me out. Like I like the fruit flies. The, the fruit, fruit flies, flies are, are cool. fine. And, and like a, the, the cat the shit, shit doesn't smell that bad, which is crazy because usually <laughs> it must be something bad. about the air here. Yeah, like how it's um, sort of dank. It's really yeah, dank here. But like the maggots, I think... <laughs> And it's not, it's probably me. Yeah, like, do you have any, like, like thing that gives you, like, goosebumps, like the nails on a chalkboard, and you're like, ugh, that's, like, a weird, like, I don't like that feeling. So that's how I am with maggots. Yeah, mine's with maggots. And, like, the other stuff really is, like, I don't mind dust, (laughs) dank. Like, the fact that you haven't cleaned in a year is fine by me, really. The other idea that I have is to do sort of, like, a half measure. So, like, you give two reasons. Okay. Like, my my job that I just got is across, is on another side of town, so I think I need to move to be closer. But like this place isn't a great fit for me anyway. I need somewhere that has that is cleaner, clean as, clean as, mate. <laughs> uh huh, clean as. <laughs> so you're why are you leaving? <laughs> I don't like maggots, mate. You have a new voice. I just. <laughs> Clean hands. <laughs> That's a New Zealand slang, I think. You can move in with one of the maggots if it gets big enough somewhere. <laughs> like some sort of far side cartoon, a giant maggot sitting at a dinner table, and he's like being sort of snooty and snotty. Yeah. Where it's like, oh like you're eating you're eating um spaghetti and uh-huh. he's like, Are you gonna finish that? That's good. Or like you're eating like a rotten fruit. Like, don't just throw that old apple away, says yeah. the maggot. Right, because it's good for him. Yeah. Oh, or you know what it is? It's like he cooked you a really rotten pie and you're sort of looking at it like apprehensively. That's and good. he's like, really? I cooked you my favorite dish. Maggots. <laughs> don't even try it. <laughs> maggots are perfectly named. Yeah. Like for like little larvae that are disease ridden and move very sloppily there's something perfect about the name maggot (laughs) i guess so (laughs) i like the name maggot that's actually what maggie is short for oh yeah not like margaret no you know maggot simpson right (laughs) oh god that's why she moves such can't wait till you name your children (laughs) maggot uh all right that's it let's take a break we'll come back on the other side of these messages with some more questions and answers yeah thank you to squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show we love squarespace that's correct i use squarespace over and over again all the time it is my go-to yeah you've built multiple websites yes yes it's kind of insane you're like uh almost a squarespace entrepreneur at this point you must have made what three five fifty websites i am a mogul yeah I am a scion of Squarespace. So you know how easy it is to design, Mm -hmm. and you don't need to know much programming, if any, at all, to create a professional-looking 
online store, portfolio, blog, vlog. Hell, you'll even create a slog. I have created a slog, and it is a slog. Yeah, yeah. that's a secret vlog. Right. You can even purchase domain names through Squarespace. Jake, what did you find that people can buy right now? Fly a bike. You've heard of fly a kite? Well, how about you fly a bike? That's where you tie a string to a bike and run with it and see if it will fly. And if it does, you'll post it on this website, flyabike.com. Thanks, Sharks. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, mine is bikeafly.com, which is also available. Really? Yep. You can't bike a fly? That's good. Yeah, you put a little flea on like a bike, like, oh my God, look at this tiny little circus. Yeah. All right, cool. That's really smart. So if you want to buy those domain names or maybe somebody in your life is turning 50 and you want to buy them a website to show you how much you appreciate them, you can buy their full name.com if it's available. You can do it all. Gorgeous. Uh, yeah. And you can also do email campaigns. Uh, you can sell content. They got award-winning customer service. They even got uh, a new AI tool called Squarespace AI to update written content on any website, product description, or email. So it can generate instant personalized results for your brand, which is kind of cool. Very cool. Uh, so to get access to all of these cool features and more, just head to squarespace.com segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain by using that code segments. Baller. Yeah, that's squarespace.com segments to save 10% off your first purchase. And then when you're ready to launch, you'll just use that code segments. Segments. Thank you, Squarespace. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, it can be easy to ignore your social battery and spread yourself thin, but that's not helping anybody. Right on. It is not. If you're feeling depressed or anxious about the state of the world or some sort of interpersonal relationship you're having with family, friends, loved ones, your job potentially. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. The best way to help yourself out of life's difficult situations is to talk to a professionally licensed therapist. And the best way to find a therapist is with BetterHelp. Exactly. Right. Finding a therapist used to be so difficult. You used to like have to ask a friend of a friend to drive to a waiting room, give it a shot, see how it goes. But with BetterHelp, right. you just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist right away, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Perfect. And you know the whole thing's online, too. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to drive somewhere. You don't have to sit anywhere. You can just log on from your house. You can even text your therapist, which is very nice. That's cool. So find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Just visit betterhelp.com segments today to get 10% off your first month. Therapists can be very expensive with BetterHelp. They're affordable. And if you go to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll even get an extra 10% off their already more affordable price uh, for your first month. You'll love to hear it. So treat your mental health seriously. Take advantage of this great offer. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. Thank you, BetterHelp. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? I do not. Doth you? Yeah, so yesterday, um, and I posted about this on my Instagram story. Shout out to me. <laughs> God, that makes me sad for you. <laughs> um, I ran out of tomato sauce, so I used cranberry sauce in my pasta with meatballs. Uh, my theory was that tomato sauce is nothing but sweetened tomato jam of sorts. And so why are we dedicating our Italian dishes to tomato sauce when, in theory, tomato sauce 
is more disgusting than any fruit sauce. I don't love tomatoes that much. I, so I'm like, why don't I replace the tomato sauce with cranberry sauce? So here's something. I Don't interrupt me. I, you, I, you had to have been finished. Yes, I was at that point. I was just saying in general. Right. Continue. For the future? Yes. For just like a warning shot in the future. Let me finish. Not to interrupt me. Yes, <laughs> okay. let me finish. You, you did. Fuck you. And I thank you. Excuse me. Fuck you. (laughs) Thank you for letting me finish. And I want you to keep doing So here's the interesting thing. I was 100% sure. That was a joke. That it was a joke. Of course. Because you've done stuff like that before where you're like, you you like do some kind of weird like paleo thing where you like cooked a sausage or. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was like the guacamole, like leaving guacamole, an avocado in a bag for a month. Yeah. And that's how I make guacamole. Right. Like, yeah. you, you do like weird food <laughs> shit all the time where you like post something really disgusting. You talk about how you cooked it or how you're going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. So I like, I was like, I guess he, he must have just like made he, extra. In, he made a lot of pasta and he had <laughs> extra and he didn't want to save it. So you did this joke. Yeah. That's insane, man. <laughs> yeah. That you had that. That is so gross. Yeah. It's so bad. Well, here's my thinking. I uh, got your thinking that you just think that it's fucking <laughs> sweet well, red what I, sauce. So talk about- Tomatoes a vegetable. Sorry, let me finish. Okay. Tomatoes are fruit. Okay. Tomato is a fruit. <laughs> That's right off There's the bat. There's a gray area. Yeah. There. There's, um, I think it's like both. Thanksgiving sandwich. It's turkey, it's stuffing, it's cranberry sauce. Is yeah. that disgusting to you? We, uh, for me, yes. I don't. I don't like cranberry sauce at all. I Is don't that like, more I don't disgusting? Like sweet. On I, yeah. I prefer savory. Yeah. Generally, do you like teriyaki chicken? No, I'm uh, serious. Do you like teriyaki chicken? Answer the question. Because if it's just like, I don't want to be like antagonistic and like this is gotcha journalism. You be and I don't, I don't want my you blood told to me boil. You told this conversation. Don't to interrupt, not interrupt you. Yeah. Don't interrupt. You me. said not. Interrupt. Don't interrupt me. I hate teriyaki chicken. What are you talking? About? <laughs> Took the wind out of your sails there, didn't I? <laughs> Orange chicken. Thoughts on orange chicken or General Tso? I mean, I, I, Are I, you a I, member of General Tso's army? I like them both. I'm not saying I dislike mm. that stuff. Mm. Okay, I, li- I like teriyaki chicken. I like General Tso's chicken. I just... Orange flavored chicken and cranberry chicken meatballs with pasta. It's all the same. It's bread. It's sweet fruit sauce. And it's meat. And it's yeah. me. And because I put it in a weird bowl, people are giving me gruff. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting lambasted online. I am getting, the Twitter sphere is a buzz and everyone's scolding me for this. The vitriol I see on social media <laughs> these days. Uh, I just think it's a, it's a unique shape of these three elements, but they've already existed and people eat it all the time. I think cranberry sauce in, in, like in and of itself is a little polarizing. Like, I don't think people all like cranberry sauce. Mm. <laughs> what? So, I mean, why didn't you just put butter on that? That would have been good. <laughs> butter and Parmesan. See, I don't like I don't like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird that you're, like, you don't like cheese, yeah. but I do like cranberry sauce, sauce. on my noodles. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Imagine uh, a, so wait, is your unsolicited advice to do this? No, my unsolicited advice is for you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. But since I'm here, why don't you why don't you have a bowl of strawberry freaking lasagna? And my unsolicited <laughs> advice is to is to not listen to Amir's <laughs> fucking strawberry. Oh! Pineapple Imagine pineapple an, gnocchi. <laughs> no. Imagine an apple parm. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're all eating eggplant with tomato sauce. I want you to slice open a freaking razzmatazz smoothie and pour it on a, a pile of gnocchi. This remembers me, reminds me a little bit of my friend Dan when we were in high school. We like made mozzarella sticks and french fries after school one day. And, Ew! And he thought that he was pouring salt on them, but he like put a bunch of sugar on it. <laughs> uh-huh. And he thought it was so fucking good, he thought he invented a new food. Yeah, like cinnamon sugar fries. Yeah. Who says no to that? I I would. I don't like sweet like that. That is, but you know, but the weird thing. But then you dip. You do dip the fries in Into a ketchup, in, a barbecue sauce. I was even gonna say a milkshake at Wendy's when you would get the frosty with the fries. That was so good. Yeah. So why do they monopolize that? What honestly, like a lot of sauces are masquerading as non-sugar sauces when that's exactly what they are. Like, like there's no sweetness. difference between like this, sweet you, and sour. Yeah. And apricot preserve. The it's all the sweet same. Is like people like that. That's why you put like salt on top of a cookie. Yeah, salted this, salted caramel. It, I don't. I don't know. I think there's just some food combinations that are objectively bad. Like you like you wouldn't put toothpaste on your meatballs, would you? That would make them sweet. <laughs> I'm obviously not going to eat toothpaste. I resent the accusation that that's what I did. You tilted your head and raised your eyebrows like you were. I was considering, considering it because what I did yesterday was put floss in a meatloaf. <laughs> that way, I'm sort of dealing with oral I hygiene cut while my I meatloaf eat. Meatloaf with a mint floss. I'll fill my water pick with gravy and I'll just flush out my cavities Jesus with an au jus. Christ. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my unsolicited advice. I guess don't Bad think advice. of tomato sauce. As this secret elixir, as the be all end all. <laughs> no, it is not. Big tomato has its hands in its uh, in every Italian pot. There's another option. There's a better option. There's a cranberry option, <laughs> and there's a cran apple option. There's a world where pizza was made with applesauce and not tomato sauce. Yeah, you know, do you like Bloody Mary or do you like a vodka cran? <laughs> and that's a great metaphor for me because I hate Bloody Marys, and you love vodka, and cran. I love vodka. A crayon. I love the crayon. What would you rather have? I would rather have vodka crayon. I like I like my drinks sweet. Yeah. So why why stop at drinks is what I'm trying to say. Mm. What about uh, soup? Because you're a soup guy. You don't like tomato soup, but would you like a hot cranberry soup? <laughs> That's a good question. I've never even heard of a hot cranberry like soup. A hot sweet soup. Let me do a Google search for hot cranberry soups. There's not a lot of sweet soups. Applesauce is almost a soup. <laughs> yeah. You know, hot applesauce. That's soupish. It's all like warm baby food. Yeah, I'm seeing some raspberry cranberry soup. Um, well, you are fucking welcome, dude. I just introduced you to your new favorite soup. Put oh, a matzo ball in there and you're good to go. <laughs> oh, interesting. You can dip your balls in this soup. What do you mean? Like your testicles? Oh, actually, never mind. <laughs> you can dip your balls in any soup. <laughs> no, I'm just you saying just this be will be like enough. A, It's got... <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be that have to have that steely resolve <laughs> actually you can dip your balls in any soup somebody wrote us an email um <laughs> that was asking for a senior quote <laughs> you can dip your balls in any soup is not a you bad just have senior. to be brave enough yeah <laughs> Ben Scambler writes in, hey, guys, I need a senior quote. <laughs> and if you read this on the show and suggest something, I'll use it as my quote. Thanks, Ben. Cool. So you can dip it? your balls, balls in any soup. soup. You, you just, just have, have to be brave, brave enough. enough. Yeah. Because a lot of soups are 
either like scalding hot liquid, I wouldn't want to do that. You want like a warm, creamy soup, almost like a cream of mushroom that you left out for a little bit too long. Yeah. With like, some um, a creme fraiche. A, a French onion soup because then your balls are just resting on top of the cheese. <laughs> See, I don't like cheese in that way. <laughs> like if I'm going to teabag a soup, it's not going to be French onion. What soup would you teabag? Um, maybe, I think it would have to be... Um, like a bisque or like a clam chowder. Yeah, you want the thickness. <laughs> to you want coat thickness. your sack. Yeah. Yeah, that way your sack is surrounded by the cream. Witness the thickness. <laughs> That's another senior That's quote. That's another idea. good senior quote. <laughs> uh, all right, what else we got? Let's answer some more questions. Um, I should say we are still making videos for our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. Inching very close to releasing it at a. Uh, groomsman speech that I gave at your wedding. That is true. I'm excited for the world to see that. Same. Mm. You really lambasted me on that one. Uh, oh, here we go. <gasps> hey, longtime listener, first time emailer. Um, my name is Slim Shady. Oh, cool. uh, I guess he's from America. And I have an issue for the pinch. Fuck you, Amir. Nah, JK. First date ideas, please, in desperate need. We barely know each other, but there's definitely enough chemistry for a first date. I don't want any place where we can't talk like a movie or something, but I don't know if, I, if just talking is a good idea, either such as coffee or alcohol. Please help. Thank you. Either such as. Either such as. Oh, is it such a good idea either? Such as a coffee date. All right, cool. So I won't make fun of the way he wrote it because you read it bad. That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, I used to have a really solid go-to date, first date in New York because uh, I didn't really date when I moved to L.A. And what was it? It was Brooklyn Bowl. Which was bowling and drinking and It's combo. Music. It's perfect. I think the gutter is also good. Oh, I mean, any bowling alley where you can drink. That's. I think that's the perfect first date because... You you can talk. There's a game involved, so it's, like, fun and flirty. It's yeah. supportive if, like, she gets a strike or if you get a strike. You could show that you're not a sore loser. Yeah, there's... and, and Unless like, you are. And there's, like, you know, you can show off either way. Like, if you're good at bowling, that's cool. And if you're bad at bowling, you show off that you're good-natured about it and it doesn't bother you. Like, that's that fine, easy too, going. yeah. Um, and the other nice thing about having it be a game is, like... If there's any time where there's like, you know, if you're at coffee and you run out of things to talk about for a second, there's like that moment of silence where you're like, so what else? Has, yeah, yeah, someone has to come up with a question. Yeah. But with a game or something like bowling, like, oh, okay. there's like all these natural breaks in conversation where you like have to not be speaking. Also things to talk about. The game that's happening is a conversation The starter. people around you. Yeah. yeah. You can make fun of somebody else. The guy that bowled differently if he had like a weird uh like a gimpy foot <laughs> imagine you like can, just you can make fun of handy capable people yeah like a guy Fuck without you, a foot man. bolt what <laughs> i was i'm just saying you could make fun of 
Yeah, invalid. you don't deserve to be at a, <laughs> a date with anybody. <laughs> one of your I, your topics of conversation. Is I like to people that are less. fortunate. Yeah, so I like to make fun of the less fortunate on a first date. What do you, what's your aside from making fun of the less fortunate? That's pretty uh, good. Why don't Why don't I zoom out and like? That's uh, another senior quote. You can make fun <laughs> of the less fortunate on a date. <laughs> on a first date. On a first date. Um, zoom out a little bit. Any bar with games like. Black Cat in New York was that what it was? Fat Cat or something? Oh, uh, yeah. Was it a Fat Cat? Yeah, some some cat. I think uh, it was Fat. It was Fat. There cat. was like ping pong there. Yeah, and or Connect Four and or something that you can do. Yeah, and there's a decent amount. You can like even I think you could probably like Yelp that because there are game the, the bars. whiskey Brooklyn had a whole bunch of games in it. Yeah, and even like upstairs in the counting room had Jenga. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, of, I'm just like, let's just recount all of our first dates. And any York. bar has a checkers in it. Yeah, you could. I think someplace where you can distract yourself easily from like if the conversation hits a lull. Yeah, that's a good thing for. And also, if you own a bar, why don't you just tuck away a shit ton of games in the corner? Because nobody's if even if nobody plays the games, that's fine, and it at least gives people something to do while they're sitting around a table. Yeah, it's like when we brought past the pigs out at your bachelor party, which god damn was that good. Yeah, like, I had such a big regret that I didn't bring that out during. Um, like as we were getting ready before my wedding. I heard, yeah, you mentioned that in your vows. Yeah, I said my biggest regret is not playing past the pigs before this. <laughs> yeah. Just to get me going. And you were so choked up during that. Yeah. I thought that was, was a really upset. sweet moment. <laughs> I actually thought that was a really sweet moment. Thank you for like talking me through that's, that again. That stuck with me. Um, all right, next question. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking keep it going. <gasps> all right, here we go. 21-year-old guy from Canada. We just got rid of a 21-year-old girl from Canada. Got rid of... You mean talked to, to her? Got rid oh, of, yeah, yeah. I figure once rid. I archive these emails, they're dead. <laughs> well, we you specifically asked that girl to talk to us in five weeks. <laughs> yeah, I guess she could stay alive for now. We'll call this guy Tehran. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm a 21-year-old guy from Canada. Here's my problem. I dated a girl a while back. Let's call her Anita. It was nothing all that serious. We only dated for uh, probably less than six months in total, but overall it went fairly well. We ended things at the start of the summer, and I was pretty okay with it, considering we both had to go to different cities for work purposes. However, since breaking up, I always had this lingering feeling that we could pick things up again as we're both back in our hometown this summer. I guess I'm not expecting anything particularly serious as once summer hits, it will be the same situation. But hell, it's cuffing season. We had a good time. And to be quite honest, I'm lonely AF. Mm. I tried getting her attention casually at first, throwing a few Instagram likes her way, slid into some DMs trying to spark up a conversation when I saw her in public, all to an overwhelming amount of disinterest from her. Eventually, I gave up and moved on. My feelings for her are completely gone until I caught wind that she's now dating a girl. Now, she never gave me any signs that she was gay slash bi when we were together, and frankly, I'm fully aware that it's not my business. But now I can't help but want her again. I'm overwhelmed with feelings of jealousy and inferiority. She occupies my thoughts almost 24-7, and I can't make it stop. What can I do? Do you think the fact that she's dating a girl and not a guy has anything to do with the way I'm feeling? Have either of you ever been in this situation before? Please help. Just knock it off, man. Just <laughs> knock it off. He's like growing obsessed with this girl the less interest yeah. she gives him. It's like she's so far removed from having anything to do with you now. You're yeah. like 
her you're some random guy she dated for a few months over a year ago and now she doesn't she's like not even attracted to your sex or at least is attracted to this other person that's not your sex yeah so like just quit it he demands an explanation you don't deserve one you don't get one (laughs) i like that i threw a few instagram likes her way nothing slid into her dms and she was very unresponsive I even tried to make conversation with her IRL and nothing was brewing. So now I'm totally over her, <laughs> except for the fact that I think about her 24-7 and I'm furious about who she's with. Uh, Jesus Christ. As she gets further and further away, you're growing more and more intense. Yeah. Uh, she does not owe you an explanation. She does not owe you a goddamn thing. Uh, just... Find someone else? Yeah. I mean, the, the best way to get over whatever you're feeling is not to get like closure from from this person because whatever is happening is happening in in your head not good. hers yeah. so like she does there's there's nothing that she can give you that will make you feel better would you say the best way to best get over someone you. is to get under someone else <laughs> no cuz i don't know if this guy's ready for any relationship it sounds mm. <laughs> would you say that he deserves a big helping of Blueberry bolognese on his bolognese. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess my my um, uh, my advice for anyone trying to get over someone is to just shift your energy to someone else, somebody new, somebody exciting. You're probably just creating a narrative in your head that's keeping you more obsessed, growing uh, to the point where you're thinking about her almost twenty four seven. Yeah, I think the easiest way to shift from one person to another is to bring your focus back on yourself too. So you focus on you and how you can make yourself better. And then that will, that takes the, the laser focus away from this person Uh unless you train it elsewhere after you've done some self improvement. That's beautiful. Or, okay. okay, a, A happy ending like a massage, uh, yeah, like a massage where yeah, someone you brought that up to the you guy. Up. You brought that up when the guy was going to Asia. Asia as yeah, well. I've been thinking a lot about happy endings and whether or not they're legal v illegal. I feel like if we did like a bullet point of your advice mm-hmm. this episode, mm-hmm. it was like get a happy ending in yeah. Asia. Asia, make fun of people Close. as fortunate, fortunate than you. Yeah, the one put yeah, cranberry sauce, sauce on, on your meat. Pasta. Yeah, on pasta. It's just Spaghetti. like this was like a really big, you know. Turning point. For, for you today. <laughs> like all, like everything zero. I said was yeah. <laughs> no, basically not nice or good yeah. to have. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, like right. everything that I brought up on this on the, this episode, basically, like yeah. from start to finish. Oh, you also did the, um, you the know, like the passive aggressive thing to the roommate. Oh, yeah, as an option yeah. to be like. To basically not, get to, not into to be a honest fight with, with yourself. As you yeah, left. or so somebody like, else, yeah. right. which is also, I think, not good. Yeah. Like basically, in total, all my all the things that I said this episode were not good <laughs> yeah, to do. Right? Yeah, they and then one of them was kind in, of mean. A few of them were illegal, yeah, and one of them was just being nasty mm-hmm. to other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Did, how did you do? I mean, I, I think figured I, we should call each other out on our bullshit. Yeah, I think. For <laughs> and the I most appreciate part, you doing it to me. Right. Now, but now <laughs> it's like, let's. Yeah. What did you say? I did, don't know if I. How many questions did we answer? I think four. So I think I went four for four, and then I would even consider. So overall, what I, I feel batting like five hundred. I feel like good. me. Um, I think like coming between out the two the, of us, we did pretty good. Four of eight. Well, yeah, but it's not. It's sort of like, 
you know, when, I'm happy. I'll take when that. two baseball teams play each other, they don't, you don't combine. I'll the take it. Yeah. Average. I want to so split that like, doubleheader. <laughs> I almost like pitched. It's like I pitched a no hitter because I also did really well defensively. And then I, I did fine because too. Because I said the cranberry sauce I gave up a few gross, runs, but overall, we ended up outscoring our opponent. Like, if I was a starting pitcher, would you say I did fine? Like, I had a You solid... got shelled if you were a starting pitcher because I like went yeah. ham on you. I feel like I went six and I gave up like two earned, <laughs> but we ended up winning the game <laughs> 11 feel, to two or something. I feel some like, shit. yeah, no, you. And now I'm going to fuck and detox with a hot raspberry puree <laughs> and an ice bath <laughs> nuts first uh, alright thanks for emailing us if you have your own questions your own theme song submissions send them all to if I were you show at gmail.com that closing one was dabbing on them haters oh this this uh, sorry that opening one was dabbing on them haters this closing one um was a solid rap song, but kind of long, so I, I'm saving it for the end. This guy uh, calls himself Cuck Finn. Ooh. Me and two bros meet H2O. Not quite sure what it means, but hopefully it makes sense during the song. Uh, thanks for writing in. Thanks for listening. And, of, of course, we'll be back next week. Ciao. How are you, you old bitch? Fantasize that Jake and Amir would take me on a date, maybe to a lake or a pier. But is it weird to sleep and dream that me and them would reconvene and share a bowl of mac and cheese at Caspian Sea? I'm packing up packets of crafty as we speak with napkins. We'll go halfers though, I'll keep the receipts. But we'll figure out the details. When on the beach with seashells and looking at the sea swells, bring them up for B12, but don't bring any females, cause all we need is three males to share a lovely outing and some pasta bought at retail. Of course. Obviously, it's no news to you How to have a good time with some macaroni and stew Stir it up thoroughly in a pot Mix it too with the sauce If it's hot, you should let it cool off Wait a minute Wait a minute Wait a minute But we don't need a lake or sea to put this plan in motion Just let me know on dog pile, whichever ocean's closest We'll be roasted weenies on the coast to toast it with Jake and Amir, Jake and Jake and Amir, Jake and Jake and Amir and me. With Jake and Amir, Jake and Jake and Amir, take me to a puddle brook or a sea. Let me know. That was a headgum podcast. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder Leitman of Exploration Live. And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Okay, hmm? I will. It's, hmm? it's, uh, Can you do that? It, so go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right, bye.